Welcome to Let Me Know How It Is, a pop culture podcast about animation, TV, movies, comics, and more. On this episode, we'll be talking about our favorite Halloween-themed specials and episodes of television shows. I'm Frank Melman. I'm Zach Slater. And I'm Clifton. All right, so we decided we would like to discuss those episodes that uh, came up, you know, once a year. I think that was one of the things when I was looking at this, it seemed to be more of a more of a less frequent thing like than a holiday or a, like a Christmas themed episode. But basically mm-hmm. we're just going to look at our favorite uh, Halloween specials and those shows that we, that remember had those really great Halloween episodes. I mean, that's pretty much it, right? That's not, I mean, that's not too, not too overly or simplified. <laughs> no, that's it. Yeah. No, pretty straightforward. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. We almost had that thing of when we were talking about coming up with ideas for the episode that we realized we had never done this one before. Right. Yeah. Which I was kind of, I think we were all kind of stunned. I know. I know uh, Zach and I were kind of surprised that this was something that we had never covered before. Yeah. So really, how did we miss this? Right, right. exactly. Like this one <laughs> yeah. should be. This should have been easy to do. So, having said that, uh, I know I always look forward to a Halloween special or a Halloween episode because, again, I think it was just one of those things where they're just not as frequent or they didn't seem to be as big a deal. Mm-hmm. You know, like it wasn't like let's, there was never a let's gather the fan. I mean, somewhat. But not really a big let's gather the family around to watch, you know, a Halloween episode as opposed to like a Christmas or a holiday one. Right. Right. Um, I mean, definitely Christmas was was far more prolific mm-hmm. in their in their TV specials right. and episodes. Uh, I do feel like there were you probably did get more TV episodes, just like an episode in a normal season that was a Halloween centric mm-hmm. one. than you got the separate specials. Right. I do kind of feel like that was the case. I feel like there were even more possibly valentine's day specials in the 80s than there were halloween specials yeah because i could do like like you tell me the 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 i love the chipmunks valentine special i can give you like three episodes (laughs) on just that special could you chapter and verse all that clifton oh i could oh yeah Yeah. like the the captain chipmunk i loved all that stuff it's a good one but uh yeah like the halloween one's just a little less a little less prevalent in my memory okay but still great but still, yeah. I loved them when we got them. Sure, I oh, always yeah. dug. I I love I love a Christmas special. I love mm-hmm. you guys know that. Uh, sure, like I, like I love them. But right, what what I always dug about um the Halloween episodes was that there were there were a little bit more like open to mm-hmm. to, to playing around. Right, you know there were there right. were you know there's certain kind of tropes that you expect to see in Christmas episode things that kind of mm-hmm. like pop up. Right. All the time, no matter what show you're watching and everything. And I think that Halloween lets you be a little bit more flexible and can kind of play with stuff a bit more. I mean, there's you mean definitely like more experimentation. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely tropes there too that you'll see, you know, mm-hmm. but uh, right. yeah, I just like, I like that it's a, it's, it's a different flavor, you know? Gotcha. Yeah. I feel like I kind of think I know what's actually where it's like, basically like in Christmas, you know, it's always got to be like given, it's got to be Santa, it's got to be family comes together. Mm-hmm. Like you hit like those hard tropes, like any Hallmark movie trope, really. Yep. <laughs> and then, but for Halloween, like anything spooky works and just right. say it's Halloween and like, it can just be anything a little eerie, a little weird, a little spooky. And, and we can do what we want. We don't have to hit like, it doesn't have to be always about trick or treating though. Often it will be, it doesn't yeah. have mm-hmm. to be like bobbing for apples though. Often it will be. Exactly. Right. It can be, but there's no, yeah, there's sure. no, there's no, it's a Halloween miracle. There's none, <laughs> right? Like, <laughs> I want to see that now. Now that, right, I, now right. that you put that out there, I want a Halloween miracle. Yep. <laughs> Give me that episode. All right. So, who would like to begin with their first offering for Halloween special or episode? I'll go. All right. Very good. This is just like my entire list is just like just ones that make me feel good, and that's it. That's fine. <laughs> that, that's perfectly that's okay. That's that's my criteria. Sure. So, for number one, the episode is called Hex and the Single Guy. Okay. It is okay. Season four, episode seven of the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Okay, I thought you were gonna say of, of uh, Sex in the City. Uh, no, no, well, we'll get there. Okay. <laughs> so basically, the setup for this one is so season four. So Hillary's fiance uh, died in a bungee accident a couple episodes before. Right? Are we supposed to laugh? Oh, yeah, it's hilarious. Okay, okay. I'm, I'm or, not or was it's it a fun. very it's special a, episode? Right, of Fresh it's Prince. a hilarious episode. Uh, okay. All right. <laughs> um, but so, um, so he dies, and then Halloween right. comes around, and she wants to do like a seance. Oh, 
right? So she wants to go to like a medium to like try and like contact him and and mm-hmm. and talk to him. And so she takes the whole family and they go to this, you know, to this guy who mm-hmm. everybody's convinced that like this guy's just like a snake oil salesman, right? And so like sure. Will and is just like making jokes and making fun of him repeatedly the whole time, right? And then so at the end of that, the medium puts a hex on Will. Oh, right. Curses right. Will. And then, like, all the jokes just kind of, like, come from the fact that he, like, he show, he like he wakes up the next day and he's cursed. Mm. And all this horrible stuff happens to him and the family. Mm-hmm. It's an awesome episode. I love it. <laughs> okay. And I'm the only one here that has seen it. I was going to say, what's what some of the stuff that happens to him? Because I'm not familiar with this one at all. So, And I'm still reeling from the fact that Hillary's fiancé dies from a bungee. That's intense. <laughs> one of the good bits in this is... Um, Carlton's costume in this episode is he he dyes his hair blonde uh-huh. and he goes as Macaulay Culkin. Okay, I remember that. That, that <laughs> right. actually that actually rings true with me. I remember that. That that okay. Yeah. I remember that imagery. But okay. Yeah. Okay. And so so like that's one of the things. So like the next day he shows up and his hair like he looks like like his hair's like pink and green and blue <laughs> and everything. And they're like they're like what happened to you? And he's like he's like what? They're like go rinse that stuff out of your hair. He's like I did yesterday he goes oh it's the hex right the hex <laughs> you know right like this is the kind of episode that we're in okay okay, okay got you you know sure yeah. yeah i've seen i've seen that gilligan's island i like that one that's a good one yeah yes but no that sounds cool I, you know that's a good one so does it is it one of those things at the end like it has to be the curse it has to be removed or is it one of those things where you know we were we were kind of silly to think it was a hex it was just a bunch of coincidences no, so he goes to to try. It's funny. It, this this is where like the the show had like this weird kind of like malleable like 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 format mm-hmm. and stuff. Where like sometimes they would break the fourth wall, sometimes they wouldn't. Like that kind of stuff. So they like they got away with with like kind of funny weird jokes mm-hmm. like this. So the idea was that like he goes to the medium to try and get the hex reversed. Mm-hmm. Right? right. And he's like pleading with the guy and the guy like doesn't remember Will at all. Okay. He's like pleading with him. He's like, just break the hex, break the hex. And then, and then like, as he's yelling, you then dissolve into like Will who's like in bed and he's uh, yelling and it's a bad dream. Okay. Right. Gotcha. But the punchline is, is that like he gets up and he's like, relax. He's like, Oh, Oh God, what a terrible dream. Oh. And then Carl is like, well, come on, let's go get some breakfast. So then they go into, the, they go into the, the family kitchen and then, the scene that unfolds is the exact beginning of the episode, like, uh, like verbatim. Okay. So like, so he sets in motion the entire, like, like it's all happening over again. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. That's a fun bit. Yeah. Nice. Clifton, what about you? What's your first episode or special? I'm, I don't want to, I don't want to slight the specials. Right, right. This one's going to be, uh, it's an episode. Okay. It, it's an episode of Gravity Falls. Oh, wow. Okay. On uh, Disney, the Disney Channel animated series, which is funny because the entire series takes place over one summer. Mm, okay. So to get a Halloween episode in, they came up with a holiday, uh, like a new holiday that that town celebrates called Summerween, which is mm. it's like sometime in the middle of the summer. Okay. They just choose to celebrate Halloween in the summer. Okay. And that's a very good episode. They just use all the same Halloween tropes. So they're trick or treating okay. everything, you know, right. dressing up. And the, the gimmick in this one is that there's like a creature that is, is haunting and terrorizing them. And the, you know, they don't know what it is kind of a little bit of spoilers. They find out that it is the like haunted remains of the loser candy that nobody eats at Halloween (laughs) (laughs) that every year everybody throws out and it is all like congealed into this blob type monster Mm. that is out for revenge for all of the uh, children ignoring it every year. The loser candy. That's pretty great. It's a bunch of Tootsie Rolls. Yeah, like the <laughs> candy corn. Charleston chews, whatever. Circus peanuts. Yeah. That's uh, that's I what it is. Corn. It's a monster cool. made up of all of that candy. And it's a great episode. It's actually the first. In, like I feel like it's the episode that sold me on Gravity Falls. Okay. Uh, and I don't even remember. I can't remember exactly where in the series. I think it's in season one, but I can't okay. remember exactly where. But I had been a little familiar with the show before that. And like I'd cut some pieces and they would run these shorts on Disney Channel as interstitial type stuff. Just a few minute shorts here and there. But it was like that episode was the one that really sold me where I was like, oh, that's such a good idea. <laughs> like, and it is creepy. Like the yeah. episode is, is creepy and, and weird. And then they did another short 
uh, one of the Gravity Falls shorts that there were like, I mean, almost 20 of, if I remember right. That's also around, it takes place after that episode. And it's like another creature shows up to eat their candy that they have left over from, from Summerween. And that's a really weird short, but it's also really good too. Mm-hmm. These are available on Disney Plus for sure. And I mm-hmm. think Gravity Falls is available on Hulu as well at the moment. So I'd check those two out, the Summerween and the Summerween short. Very cool. I've never seen this one, but Gravity Falls is awesome. It was a good show. It is a great show i've started a few times and not gotten past i keep getting about the same episode and then something happens or i chose you know something comes back and i haven't finished it but i do keep meaning to get back to it because i liked what i've seen so yeah and just a summary if anybody you know listening isn't familiar with gravity falls at all the premise of the show is that mabel and dipper are two children who go to stay with their grunkle stan for the summer in the town of gravity falls and he runs like a cheap tourist trap museum about like odd creatures kind of like a ripley's believe it or not type museum (laughs) where he's like got all these fake like bigfoots and all this stuff and and then they're on the search for real ones they're they're hunting for real mystery creatures in in the woods of gravity falls it's a great show i love it their shop always gave me brian fuller vibes <laughs> like yeah. I, don't know why. No, I can see that i don't know why no, i can see I that. always i always associated that shop right. with the shop from wonderfall yeah. Yeah. yeah that makes sense a little kitschy a little bit uh, uh mm-hmm. chotsky-ish right yeah near to it's a, like you said it's a tourist trap yeah yeah no i could definitely see that all right so mine is uh my first one i'm going to keep animated in the, in the in the realm of animation as well um this one's going to go way way back this is from um november 1st of 1986 it's a real ghostbusters episode called okay. when when halloween was forever <laughs> um if you're unfamiliar with it as, as i'm sure most of the people listening and i don't know have you guys seen this episode does it sound familiar to you yes i'm almost certain i've seen it because okay. i'm picturing something that i think is from it okay so anyway you know you know the ghostbusters uh uh egon ray peter uh winston they, there's this episode where there's this the remains of something ancient and and by you know one of those things where that you know something happens and, and the spirit of Halloween, Sam Hain, is released. Yep, that's what I was picturing. That's the part I remembered. And then decides that, that Halloween has to last forever and, you know, calls forth an army of the night. And the, the, it's one of the first, first times, like, in watching this show, like, I, I don't know where it falls exactly in the seasons. I believe it's, let me see if I can find it. No, I don't have that. I have just that it's, it's Sam Hain. But it's one of those episodes where it's not a goofy villain. It's not a villain that's played for laughs. Um, they genuinely, the Ghostbusters genuinely seem like they're scared of Sam Hain and they don't know <laughs> right. what they're going to do. Yeah. And I love that. I thought that was a great thing of like, um, of them actually have to deal with something as opposed to, you know, not that I'm saying that the, the Gozer the Gozerian or, or, uh, uh, Vigo the Scourge, Vigo the Carpath, that guy's not, not, not that those weren't threats, but you know, most of the Ghostbusters stuff is played for laughs, but this wasn't, this was actually like a genuine thing of how we're going to get out of this and how are we going to stop Sam Hain? Um, yeah, and I love it. It's one of those, it's one of my favorite Halloween things ever, just because again, I loved the Ghostbusters at the time and it would just seem like a genuine, you know, it was kind of scary. Um some of the design stuff for the real Ghostbusters was while well, they were kind of goofy drawn, um, some of that stuff could be a little, you know, edgy. Right. At least design wise. Yeah, yeah. Uh episodes written by J. Michael Straczynski. Okay. It was the the creator of the show, right? He was showrunner of Real Ghostbusters, if I remember right. Yeah, he was on it for quite some time. Because he also wrote the Christmas episode that came up in our Christmas special. There you go. <laughs> that I brought up. Yeah, but if you if you enjoy um you know if you enjoy Ghostbuster stuff at all, the real Ghostbusters had his moments where it was pretty good. This one's one of the ones that I think is better than some of the other ones. But mm-hmm. um, you know, the idea of Halloween. I think it's been. I think it, it may have been. I thought at one point that um, Morrison Grant Morrison had a similar idea for a movie. I remember reading okay. about it at one point where it was the same thing where. Um, but it was a time travel experiment that goes awry and then the night gets stuck. Basically it's like a skipping record on Halloween right. kind of a thing. Okay. And it always reminds me when I first heard it, I'm like, well, that sounds like the episode of the Ghostbusters or real <laughs> Ghostbusters. So, right, right. but yeah, I love this one. I think this is a great episode. And like I said, when I think of, of fun Halloween stuff, this is one I always think of it's streaming on, let me see. I had that earlier. Where'd I put it? Uh, you can watch on YouTube, Apple TV, Amazon prime, okay. any of those places you should be able to find this episode. Yeah, that's one. What I remembered was the Sam Hain villain. I remember the visual mm-hmm. of like the robe and the giant pumpkin head. Yeah, yeah, and, for sure. 
like when you were talking about it, that's that's the the thing that really stuck with me. Uh, mm-hmm. That I remember when you were talking about it. Yep. And like it was a great look. Yeah. And I think from that point on, he kind of becomes like a kind of a reoccurring villain for them in the show. Mm-hmm. Like he's in like maybe two or three more episodes. And I think when like when they did like the reboot, the first animated reboot for it, where it's like uh, other characters as Ghostbusters, I think he comes back for that too. So okay. The other one that the other like creature that recurred on their show that creeped me out was mm-hmm. the boogeyman. Yeah. The no, boogeyman episodes too. were fantastic. Like mm-hmm. they, those are still haunting. Like the, yeah. with the goat legs or whatever. Mm-hmm. And the big head. Yeah. Yep. Oh yeah. No, they did. Again, it's like I said, it was not all like, you know, most of Ghostbusters stuff is played for fun, but this was like, there were a couple points where it kind of skirted actually delving into like being kind of horrific or scary. So. Right. All right. Who'd like to go next? I don't know that one. Yeah. Interesting. No. Okay. And what's also interesting is you guys brought up with your two. I'm like, wow, you know what? I don't have any animation on my. Stop it. Are you kidding? <laughs> yeah. Seriously? Did you forget no, about animation? Serious. Wow. Yeah. I have a bunch. So, <laughs> well, not a bunch, but I have more than more than two or three. So, well, what do you got? So then, Zach, what do you got next? Well, we're going to go to home improvement next. Oh, <laughs> of course. <laughs> oh. Yeah, Season right. three, episode six. Crazy for you. Okay. All right. So what I like about so this is the 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 Halloween prank mm. trope. Okay. That you see uh sometimes in Halloween episodes uh for sitcoms. What I like about this one is you is you kind of forget that that's what it's what it's about. Mm-hmm. Right. So like it it's kind of uh, alluded to a little bit that Tim sort of you know is always like uh playing jokes on people and stuff like that. And then you kind of forget about it. And then there's there's a, a subplot where where um you think that Tim has like a, a crazy stalker. Mm-hmm. You know, who's like a fan of fan of the show. Right. Um, you know, and uh and it's it's like I don't want to say like creepy, but like but you know, they try and make it like uh uh you know, we're r- like for real. Like, oh, like, like, ooh, this is the, like, this, this is getting creepy. Like, wow, this, this lady's like, you know, uh, it's like fatal like, attraction. Who knows what this lady right. wants to do? Her name is Rose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and she's, and she's like sending stuff to the set and yada, 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 and all this stuff. And then, you know, and then it like, it culminates to like a Halloween party that they throw and everything like that. And then you find it that basically like the whole cast got in on this thing to trick Tim. Ah, uh, okay. Right. So this is one of those, they were like, his wife was in on it. The neighbors were in on it. Wilson was in on it. Al. Right. All of them. They sort of just sort of like, um, you know, plotted to, 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 you know, terrorize him. Basically. <laughs> right. <laughs> Was Wilson wearing a wig, like pretending to be Rose? <laughs> Close. Yeah. It's Al. Uh, ah. <laughs> of course it is. So yeah, that's one of those. That's another one. Like it just, you know, it, it's, it's silly. It's goofy. Right. Um, it's fun. Mm-hmm. You know, I've run out of adjectives. Okay. Yeah, I don't think I think I'm glad you covered the prank episode, like the prank type uh, archetype or the prank, uh, not archetype. What am I saying? The prank um, trope. I like the idea of the prank mm. trope because I don't have really have any of those on mine. Nobody really does it, like the, the that that particular bit, but I do like that bit. I think that bit's fun for Halloween because I don't think a lot of times, like I said, Halloween specials or, or episodes don't really play with that too much. Yeah, or enough. So, Clifton, what do you have next? Well, I'm sticking with animation since mm. since Zach is neglecting it. Oddly neglecting. <laughs> Taking a break. <laughs> <laughs> this is one that uh, I counted as a special. It's mm-hmm. actually six parts. But those six parts add up to like an hour or so. And that right. is Over the Garden Wall that ran mm. on Cartoon Network. Okay. Which is a animated limited series that they ran in the fall for a while. And like just once a year. and. Each episode, each part is about 11 minutes, if I remember right. So it ran on Cartoon Network originally from November 3rd to November 7th of 2014. So it actually mm-hmm. missed Halloween slightly, um, okay. which is weird because it's become like, you know, everyone's Halloween staple since then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and it does like, I mean, if you watch it, it, it makes it makes sense to be a Halloween staple. Right. But it was created by Patrick McHale. Like, I think Zach has seen it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I've seen it. Even though he's ignoring the animation today. Mm-hmm. It's a throwback to like old style animation too. It's one of the like the first kind of things I'd seen throwing back to that style of that you referred to like with Cuphead. Cuphead also it's it's a little it's differently. It's differently a tribute to the old style animation like golden age animation, but it is like a tribute nonetheless. 
I would say. Uh, and yeah. just some of the some of the spookiness of it is kind of like what was the um the Mickey Mouse not the Mickey Mouse but like the Dancing Skeletons cartoon from like, yeah the, Skeleton Dance yeah Skeleton yeah. <laughs> Dancing Skeleton cartoon yeah of course it's called <laughs> Skeleton Dance there are things in it that remind me of like that type of Golden Age animation all throughout it before it, it culminates and you find out like what this mystery is because it's two it's like brothers lost in a fantasy world and just keep encountering like more and more strange things in this world each episode as it goes hmm. but it's creepy it's it's melancholy it's yeah just really really well done and okay. and i love it so i count it as one special for now gotcha even though it is sec- six uh well i guess it's not six it's ten it's ten episodes <laughs> i was off on that but yeah so it's long but it's like uh it's like a little movie it's like a little like Halloween time autumn celebration movie that I would recommend watching every, every autumn, every October. Okay. Yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's, I mean, like I, I say that like visually, but also just like, just as the whole thing, like, like it's a masterpiece. Okay. It really is. Like, um, I, I really like it. I, you know, I, it, for some reason I, I just, I didn't remember it. Mm. <laughs> um, you know, uh, when I was making my list for this show, which is interesting because like, it's actually getting ready to air again on Cartoon Network. Like they're dusting it off. Okay. Um, to run it, which, which if, if this sounds interesting to any listeners out there and you haven't seen it, check it out on Cartoon Network because I think it's not on HBO max anymore. Mm. They yanked it from max. That is true. Strangely, mm. it's on Hulu right now. Is it? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. So it's not on. So give them the view. The moment it's not on Cartoon Network right. app. It's not on like adult swim app. It's not on max. Hmm. Uh, but it is on Hulu, so you can watch it on Hulu. Uh, okay. That's where I was just starting to watch it again today. It's got Elijah Wood is one of the main character voices. Mm-hmm. Uh, Melanie Linsky. Okay. Christopher Lloyd, Tim Curry are okay. uh, additional voices on it. It's a very good show. Yeah. I liked it a lot. I don't know it to be true for sure, but in my head, Over the Garden Wall gave us Infinity Train. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like I think, I think uh, that it, that like that sort of, they, they occupy s- similar spaces in my head where it's it they're eleven minute format shows. It's sort of kind of like built to like a bigger story that's sort of kind of a slow burn, a little bit like where's this going? What is this about? Like right. what's happening here? Right? But but also like daring enough to be kind of creepy, right? In places and and to and to push different buttons than you typically see on a cartoon network show and everything like i like i just kind of admire the fact that somebody said out there i'm gonna make something that might scare kids mm. and we're not gonna be afraid of that yeah you know like mm-hmm. <laughs> you know I, as, as weird as it is to say that like it like i think it's cool that <laughs> that that they're making stuff like right. that or they were right. at that point and and while i don't have infinity train on my list um some episodes of that could also fit in here for what we're talking about too Mm. yeah just the little the little like end summary for uh, or the garden wall just in case you know just to give the premise across as the reading from wikipedia the series centers on two half brothers who travel across a mysterious forest to find their way home encountering a variety of strange and fantastical things on their journey okay and and that's it it's 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 somber it's macabre it's uh, a little creepy a little whimsical it's like it's just all sorts of all sorts of magical stuff going on in the show highly recommend it that sounds great i i was not aware of it but i will definitely check it out now that i can find it on hulu yeah watch it on hulu i will definitely do that all right i have another animated entry make up for zach's lack of animation <laughs> yeah. zach's <No>. negligence <laughs> I really dropped the ball. You did. I was, I've, <laughs> I've, I've failed everybody. So I'm glad I have, I have something I can put. We thought you liked animation. Yeah, right. right. What happened? <laughs> but no, this one is an episode of King of the Hill from, okay. um, uh, it aired 10, uh, October 26, 1997. So again, that's going back a ways, but it's called Halloween. Mm. Uh, in this particular episode, it's, it's Halloween is approaching and Hank is excited. And, uh, a woman named Junie Harper decides, Halloween needs to be canceled because it's a satanic holiday and she gets her way and they decide to cancel Halloween. Mm. And I think it's one of those things where like, again, this is, you know, we're talking what, if it's 97, almost over 25 years ago, but it's, it's a precursor <laughs> to it's some things where we are now with right, people right. being upset about, you know, the, 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 the pureness, puritanistic of 
thing of Halloween being not, you know, being, uh, being satanic and we can't right. celebrate Halloween and they try to have kind of a, you know, a, a, a religious Halloween experience that yeah. gets, um, that gets sort of pushed aside for just enjoying the traditions of, of, of Halloween and, and the fun of it and, and not taking it quite so seriously. <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, you know, it's one of the things where, you know, Bobby starts to think, you know, this woman gets a hold of Bobby and Bobby starts to think that Hank might be a Satanist, a closet, <laughs> like a closeted Satanist, which I think is a great bit. Um, yeah, it's a wonderful episode. I mean, King of the Hill is great, but it's one of the, it's a great episode of King of the Hill. It's in, um, it's early on. It's not, and it's cause King of the Hill ran for like 13 seasons. So it's uh, season two, episode four, and you can find it. It's streaming on, um, on Hulu, I believe. Okay. I'm pretty sure it's on there. But yeah, it's a wonderful one. It's a great episode because it's just one of those episodes of like thumbing its nose at, at a tradition, but at the same time, you know, being like, no, this is still okay that we still, you know, we still celebrate this. And again, it's not like King of the Hill isn't rooted in, in small town, you know, small town stuff, right. which I think is great because it's one of those things where I think it's a nice commentary on like, no, we, we don't always have to be, just because we're something isn't right for us doesn't mean it can't be right for other people. Right. So yeah, I would recommend that one. It's a fun one. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know this one. It's funny because whenever they made it, I'm sure, I mean, they're referencing like the previous satanic panic. I don't mm-hmm. know if they thought it was going to come back around. Right. But... <laughs> right. Yeah. Because if, you know, if you experienced it or heard about it or lived through the whole satanic panic of Dungeons and Dragons. Um, right. Judas yeah. Priest. Judas yeah. Priest is another one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. King of the Hill, it is streaming on Hulu all 13 okay, seasons. Yeah, so that's what I thought it was. Excellent. Lots of yeah. It's, it's one I've not like King of the Hill just in general. I've not seen a whole lot of it's Okay. And I, I mean, everyone loves it. I know people recommend it to me all the time. So I'll definitely yeah. check this one out. Yeah. It's fun. It's a good one. Zach, what you got next? I know, I know that they're playing King of the Hill a lot still in Adult Swim right now. Like they're like, they're sort of like, like running through the whole series. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot too, so I'll I'll throw that out there too. The other the other one too also is uh, Home Improvement. All of it is on um, Disney Plus. Mm, okay, so if you want to check out the 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 Rose episode that I talked about, and also <laughs> the Skeleton Dance, oh, uh, yeah. Silly yeah. Symphony, yeah, Silly uh, Symphony cartoon is also on there too. Which which our engineer I remember uh, texted me in a panic, like like the Skeleton Dance is on Disney Plus. This is not a drill, because like, <laughs> like we love that one so much. Yeah, it's great. Um, I was trying to remember what like uh, silly symphonies because like it's not Merry Melodies. I know it's not Merry Melodies. What's it called? <laughs> silly symphonies. There it is. So, all right, my next one. Um, we are now entering the Frasier portion. Oh, of the show. <laughs> toss salad and scrambled eggs. The 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 new Frasier or old Frasier? No. <laughs> uh, ex- <laughs> See, I told you. I told you they need to change the name of the new one. The New Adventures of Old Frasier? <laughs> yep. Frasier yes. Classic. Ah, yes. Frasier Classic. Yes. So this is um, season nine, mm. episode six. Uh, it's called Room Full of Heroes. Okay. And what I like about this one is um, this one kind of flexes uh, a little bit of like kind of like dramatic muscles. Okay. Uh, a bit. They, as much as you can in a sitcom. Mm-hmm. So the setup here is Frazier is throwing a Halloween party and the theme for it is, is he wants you to come dressed as your hero. Right. Mm -hmm. And Niles ends up coming to this party dressed as their dad. Oh, okay. Right. Um, and Frazier who's dressed up as Freud is, (laughs) you know, like, like ribbon Niles the whole time. Like, Oh, you're just doing this to impress dad. You're just doing this to impress dad. Like, come on. Like, you know, like, who's your real hero? Like, who, you know, like, what were you really going to do and all that stuff? Meanwhile, everybody's having, like, a great time at this party. Um, like, Martin, their dad, is, like, really, really, like, you know, touched by it and, mm-hmm. and is, is having a laugh about it and all that other stuff. Niles starts, uh, uh, t- like, to be in character like his dad, he starts drinking, like, his dad's beers. Mm-hmm. And he starts having a little too much. Right. Right? And then the setup here is that... He starts saying stuff as if his dad is saying it, oh, right? And he's saying like, you know, like, ah, you know, as much as I tried, like, I, I never could, um, you know, like, like I never could uh, identify with my kids, you know, my kids were just so different and all that, right? And it kind of starts taking like this turn, right? right? Where he's like, l- like kind of lamenting a little bit like this relationship with his dad and how he doesn't, they don't necessarily, um, they're so different. 
right? And it changes like the trajectory of the party where Martin gets up. And he's like, I'm, I'm not going to have you like put words into my mouth like this. And he storms off and it's sort of, you know, like he messes up the whole party. But mm-hmm. I liked that this. So Fresh Prince kind of zany, funny, home improvement, prank war trope. And then this one sort of like kind of has like this poignant like moment, like father and son moment in there mm-hmm. that is just sort of explored through dress up and Halloween. It's a Halloween miracle. There you go. <laughs> we cracked it. We figured out what that means. Yep. <laughs> no, that sounds great. Yeah, this one I do remember. I, I do remember this one a bit. I mean, I mean, I'm just a huge Frasier fan too. Classic Frasier. I don't know about new Frasier yet. <laughs> we'll find out. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I kind of that one was coming back to me when you were talking about it. And it is weird to see like Hart in a Halloween one, or when it's not just like, oh, it was all just a dream, right? <laughs> yeah. Like actually have character movement, like mm-hmm. like an arc happen for the mm-hmm. show there. No, that sounds great. I don't remember that one. When did you say it was? What when? What season? That's a late one. So that's season nine. Okay, so, I might have I might have tapped yeah, out by that point. But no, I'd like to check that out. That sounds great. Clearly, what you got next? I'm going with a recent one, and that okay. is the all new Halloween spooktacular from Wandavision. Mm. Yeah, which. Like, it's such a serialized show, so it's hard to say it's, like, just a Halloween episode you could watch, but kinda, kinda. Um, Mm -hmm. Just because the nature of that show was, every episode was sending up something from TV history. Sending up a time and era of TV, a style of show, a style of sitcom. And you get to that one, which is, like, they're kind of 90s-ish, or or 2000, I guess, like, early Mm -hmm. 2000s-ish episodes. Kind of like your, your Malcolm in the Middle bordering on modern family type show confessional or, or documentary yeah, like the yeah. the single camera with the cutaway confessionals and the like talking to the camera type stuff and and they do the they also throw the halloween tropes in there which is great mm-hmm. cuz like we all love the halloween episodes obviously i'm glad they were able to include them in their in their marvel superhero show a tv show about tv shows mm mm-hmm. mhm and we get the the great uh, gimmick of them, of Wanda and Vision in the costumes, but it's the costumes from the comics. Mm-hmm. Fun Easter egg, uh, fun little gag there. But also, it's a really creepy episode. Like, as yeah. that show keeps getting creepier, like, that one <laughs> pretty much becomes, like, like shows you how creepy what, what's going on in this town is. Right. Uh, so it works on many levels uh, for me for that reason. Yeah, I like how creepy this episode was. Yeah, it was so cool because we were like, we watched this one with the lights off, <laughs> just like it just added to it. I'm like, yeah, uh, I like how eerie it was. Right. No, I love this one. This one almost made my list, but I figured someone would have it, so I did yeah. add it to mine. Okay. But yeah, it's a fun one. It's got some great bits. It's 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 one of those things as as you said, as things are unfolding, and you know, it's kind of like that moment of of. You know, when I think this is one, this is the one, if I remember correctly, it's the one where Vision really starts to figure out something's not quite right. Right. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. You know, and it's one of those things of confronting the, the situation of, <laughs> you know, as, you know, as, as, as unhuman as he is, he's so human. That's the thing I yeah. love about Vision. Right. So it's one of those things where he starts to basically like pull, you know, as he's pulling at the thread of like what's going on, the realization of like, oh, wow, this really, this is not good. Mm. <laughs> so. And even as viewers, where you're like, as viewers, we're suspecting stuff's going on. We know some stuff's going on in this town, but I don't think we knew the extent of it mm-hmm. to that point until, you know, you see what some of the people in this town are being subjected to, mm-hmm. <laughs> to the extent that they are, uh, right. for part of the, the charade that, that is at the center of the show. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's a good one. And that one, of course, is on Disney+. Plus. You can find it there. Yes. With all of your other Marvel content. Well, most it's of it. been a while since I've seen that one, but I remember in the moment going like, oh, like Malcolm in the Middle is a kind of a weird show to pick to be as sort of like the representative <laughs> of that era. Right. I mean, there's certainly bigger shows. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and I remember, but then I, but then I like, there's just something about it. I remember I'm like, oh, this is what it gets you. Like it buys you this. Mm-hmm. Like it, it was like, it was like a formatting change. Like you're saying like that confessional thing mm-hmm. that it was, it was sort of mixing with modern family right and i was like oh this is so perfect for this kind of creepy yeah yeah uh <laughs> you know halloween spooky episode right 
Yeah, well, I'll keep the creep factor going. This is one that I that I was thinking about. Um, that that I always think about when I think about this the show in particular, but I also think about it being a great Halloween episode. Is um, there's an episode of from season three. It's episode five of Quantum Leap. Okay. It's called the Boogeyman. Okay. So it's set in uh, what is it? Uh, the leap itself takes place. Sam leaps into um, Halloween in 1964. He's a, a second rate horror writer. This guy named Joshua Ray, and they believe that Sam is there to, because something's going on with with Ray's fiance, this woman Mary. And it's one of those things where, in a rewatch that I did recently of the original, I was you know I was amazed at some of the stuff that they tried to tackle and how well they handle it. But like Quantum Leap doesn't have a lot of like death in it, right? <laughs> like like not mm. around Sam. Like Sam doesn't cause people's death. Sam's there to make things you know better. You know, mm. to put history yeah. right. Is there to solve, like, stop people from dying? Right, exactly. Usually, it's <laughs> usually, like, right, yeah, yeah. Usually, it's like you know, it's that, it's that, it's a wonderful life thing of like, no, you're important. It's why you're here is just is to to make things better. So, like, you know, there's a bit where, you know, as this horror writer, they have they're doing the Halloween. They like live like in a spooky house, and they they're gonna have a Halloween, um, you know, thing for the kids in the house. And then, well, the handyman dies, right? Mm. And then an elderly neighbor dies, and each time Sam is seeing a goat either outside the window or at the death of like this other person. And Sam starts to get worried and he confronts, you know, he confronts Al and is like, you know, Al, what's going on? I need something more. Cause this doesn't seem to be that I'm just here for, you know, for, uh, for this, you know, this woman, for this fiance. And then she has a seizure and starts foaming in the mouth. And Al's, you know, he's like, what's, what, what is this? What's going mm-hmm. on? Well, you know, Sam starts to, to, to put together who he thinks is behind, you know, who's, who's doing this horrible stuff. And obviously he wants to leap out of there. And what I love about this episode is it's one of those things where, like, the, you know, one of the things about the original Quantum Leap also is the fact that for a long time, you know, they don't really know, you know, who or what is moving Sam around through time. And every now and then they go like, well, maybe it's God, maybe God or, you know, right. the universe or whatever is bouncing me around in time. And this sort of gives us the flip side of that, <laughs> <laughs> which Maybe the devil doesn't like what I'm doing and I'm putting things right what should have stayed wrong. Right. And it ponders that question. And I love the fact that they put that out there and then there's a resolution to it all. Okay. So I don't want to spoil it if you haven't seen it. Hmm. It's a terrific episode of Quantum Leap. It's really groovy. It's got a great, um, like I said, not a lot of murder in Quantum Leap, but there's in this one. <laughs> and then the other thing is just the fact that, uh, like, like, you know, some of the best Quantum Leaps, there's a nod to, you know, a historical figure. I'll put it that way. Okay. In it as well, but it genuinely is a creepy episode. Like I, I'm like when I remember seeing it originally, and again on the rewatch, I'm like, no, this still works. It's still <laughs> creepy. So yeah, I highly recommend the Boogeyman. It's a great episode. Like I said, it's in season three, uh, episode five, and it's um you can watch that one on Peacock. Yeah, it looks like five seasons on Peacock. Yeah, you watch it all the whole entire series there, but yeah, for this one for Halloween, it's a good one. If you like your Quantum Leap at all, it's great. That show did so much well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, like, like I, ne- I never sat and I did a rewatch of it or anything. I never watched it in order. I always just kind of like, Jumped the ones around. I caught were the ones I caught. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I mean, the older I get, the more impressed I am when I think about that show. The other takeaway, I was too. Again, the rewatch, a lot of it, I mean, the majority of it holds up. I, I, there was not like, an, I mean, there's an episode that's goofy, that's goofy for goofy's sake, but it's not like it's. You know, no, overall, it's a great series. One thing I love about it is the fact is that when people complain about actors playing um, roles or playing people that aren't like the, the actor, mm-hmm. nobody ever complains about Scott Bakula. <laughs> I mean, Scott Bakula <laughs> plays every possible, you know, of the spectrum, plays yeah. every color, right. every race, plays all these different characters. <laughs> nobody blinks. Nobody says two words about good old Scott Bakula. And they should because he's phenomenal and the show is right. well written. So. Oh, that, speaking of which, the show itself is credited to a guy named Chris Rupenthal. I think that's how you pronounce his name. Uh, he wrote a lot of the great episodes of Quantum Leap. I want to make sure we get his name out there because he's, he's, his stuff is great. Okay. Um, they credit B- Belisario, who created it. Um, I think he directs the episode, but mm. I could be wrong. Mm. Right. Um, and it may just be one of the things where they credit him just because he's the creator. But yeah, right. it's a great right, episode right. of TV. So. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure I saw this uh, mm-hmm. when I was younger when it aired because I watched the show avidly. I was mm-hmm. a huge Quantum Leap fan growing yeah. up. But, and like, I can remember, I can envision pieces of it. I remember some images from it and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I definitely will have to go back because I don't remember 
like the conclusion, the resolution. Yeah, I don't remember the resolution, and I don't remember the the historical figure who we may have encountered this mm-hmm. time around. Um, so yeah, I'll check this one out on Peacock. Excellent. Making my list for Halloween viewing <laughs> for the rest of October. Zach, what's next? What you got? Boy Meets World is next. I knew oh, it. I was going to ask about Boy Meets World. <laughs> I almost okay. added it, but no, I this didn't. This is a no, good one. No, I didn't. No. no this is a good one, Go everybody. Um, so, so this is, uh, so now we're going into spoof territory. Ah, okay. Okay. Which is interesting because of what it spoofs. Mm-hmm. So they do basically like a Scream episode. Mm-hmm. Like, like a very, very uh, a self-aware uh, we're in a horror movie. We're talking about horror movie tropes. We're behaving and not behaving in ways that we think are going to like attract the killer, not not attract the killer, etc. Right. Right? right, that sort of thing. I did not do a rewatch of this episode, unfortunately, leading up to this one. So, so it's kind of funny. Uh, it's season five. It's a period where where Corey and Topanga like break up, mm. and and Sean is kind of shaken by it a little bit because like he took some stability in his life from the fact that like their relationship was sort of like enduring always. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. So there's some like whimsy to this episode. There's some like, kind of like magical realism stuff going on over here with this episode. But um, like I said, it's self-aware. They do get Jennifer love Hewitt to be in the episode. <laughs> oh, I just right? remember, yeah. I remember there's the bit about just them like screaming. That was what I remember yeah, from, from the yeah. ads. That's what I remember. Exactly. Okay. Right. Yep, yep. That's it. She comes in. She, she's, she's like, she's a new character that kind of like comes in like midway through like act two, mm-hmm. you know, and just screams mm-hmm. a lot as you do in a horror movie. I think the behind the scenes thing here with us, I think she was dating Will Friedel. Yeah. I think that's, okay. that's right. At the time. So there's like stuff like that. There's like, you know, the new character that comes on board and he dies right away. And <laughs> it's just like a great, funny episode and i like how they sort of get around like uh like um we, we can't do blood because we're on tgif right but we're gonna like we're gonna kind of hint at it like this way or we're gonna you know um or or we'll we'll make this joke that will sort of this object will take the place of blood and i, I don't want to spoil it but it's kind of funny um when you see it this episode does have i think like my favorite joke of all time in the show mm which I'll spoil here. So the, the, the trope obviously <laughs> is that like, right. Like, uh, the, if, if you're a virgin, you're safe in these movies. Okay. Right. Right. Of course. Of course. <laughs> right. And so they bring that part up, right. They mm. bring up that, that, that aspect. So, so when they say like, if you're a virgin, you're safe, Eric and Sean's brother both go like, well, I'm dead. <laughs> right. Right. In that sort of, in that sort of like braggy, like, like male way. Of course. Um, what I love about that is that the next line Sean has right after that is he goes, I'm as sick as you can possibly get without actually dying. <laughs> <laughs> and that joke just cracks me up every time. I'm floored that they got it in there. Yeah. <laughs> that they let it pass. Right. But it just, it cracks me up every time. I love that joke. So yeah, it's a fun episode. It's a really, really fun episode. Yeah, I remember that episode like airing and I remember like being a big, like, you know, oh, they got Jennifer Love Hewitt. Look at that! And then, you know, I never watched it. But you weren't a you weren't a TGIF fan at the time. I mean, I you know, I mean, I, I logged some time with some of those shows. It just never really mm-hmm. like I was not a, a regular viewer of all of those right. shows. It wasn't appointment television. For no, Friday I mean, I, you know, I'm Clifton. I'm a cultured television watcher. I watch <laughs> a, a wide variety of things. It just didn't happen to be my you know. There was other right. stuff to watch. So okay. But I always like so. I mean, I always catch commercials and be like, "Oh, that's interesting," and then you know, keep on going. So, Zach, were there other Boy Meets World Halloween episodes? Were there other ones? Because in Girl Meets World, they did one every year, and by that time, they were doing like a Treehouse of Horror type thing, where it was like every season of the three seasons of Girl Meets World, they did like a little horror anthology episode that was like you know one of the like not in continuity kind of things, just like fantasy fun gimmick horror type stuff i mean there must have yeah i can't really remember off the top of my head to be honest i mean there that can't be the first one mm. i mean you know i would be very shocked if they went five seasons okay. before they did one right right um so it's got to be in there somewhere i just can't really quite remember it just sounds like a natural with a with a with a kid tween teen show <laughs> yeah <laughs> right. they would do more than one well especially 
Especially, too, like, if you looked at the other shows on TGIF at that point. Mm-hmm. You know, Family Matters had one, like, every year. Okay. Right? Or every other year, right? right? You know, same with, like, Christmas episodes. So, like, they would get to it pretty quick. Because, I mean, I, that's the thing, like, I remember, again, not watching them, but I remember ads for, like, the various TGIF, you know, we're doing Halloween, you know, mm-hmm. getting, you know, you know, settle in, kids, blah, blah, you know, and all that kind of stuff. But, again, didn't watch it, but I seem right. to remember, like, tons of ads for various episodes. Yeah, and definitely, like, as it went on, like, I remember, like, like shockingly, there's no Family Matters on my list, but, you know, <laughs> yes. like, they did do, like, they did episodes with, um, you know, like a killer dummy, like like the Goosebumps right. episode, right. right? Like a killer Urkel dummy mm-hmm. right. that was out there. Right, I think I came across those in the list. Were those, were those the ones called Steve-El and yep. Steve-El 2, This Time He's Not Alone? Yep. <laughs> those are their Halloween episodes from 1996 and 1997. So was it so was it Goosebumps slash Chucky or was it just yeah. Goosebumps? Yeah. Okay. It it was the first episode. What I remember about that one, it was the only episode I recall where like the it ended, the credits ran, uh-huh. and then like right after it, there was like a, a a vignette of like the making of it. Oh, okay. For like two minutes, they were huh. like showed you like all the different ways that like that they did sort of the cool, I guess, cutting edge tech, like <laughs> right. for TV. Right. right. Sure. Which I mean, for your little evil Urkel puppet or whatever. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and that, and that is the thing that, that, that show does impress me in that way. Mm. Looking back at it, okay. where I'm like, wow, like they did do like a kind of like, you know, the things that look primitive now, but I'm like, what was the budget on these, on these shows per episode? Right. Where like every episode was like, we're going to do, we're going to do like, kind of like a Dracula play or then this other one, we're going to have like this weird effect where there's going to be like three Urkels on camera at the same time, mm-hmm. you know? And that was just another cool one. I thought that they sort of had, you know, right. animatronics and they had like also just, you know, other actors like playing the dummy in places and stuff like that. <laughs> and that, that Urkel was a license to print money. They had yeah. no budgetary <laughs> restrictions on that show, I think. Yeah. All right, so with the time that we have remaining, I guess we'll do like an honorable mention. I mean, I don't know if we've got a lot more left. Does anyone have like an episode or two that they they were like, oh, I like this episode, or I thought this episode should be mentioned at least? I have a couple. Yeah, I, I, I got a couple. Well, Clifton, you said Treehouse of Horror. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm embarrassed by how long <laughs> I, I was thinking about this before I got to Treehouse of Horror. Right. Well, you didn't think of uh, any animation at all, so. Right. I, yeah. No, it but, it, it, it was it was literally recording this episode saying I don't have animation was when it came to me like oh Simpsons right. there's a crap load of them right uh, and I enjoyed a lot of them sure I did too and it was one of the things where I thought about sifting through to find like well this one's the better one. but I mean you know it, it's almost the thing of you know do a Google search and w- look at what at what seasons of Simpsons were better than others you'll find yeah. those Treehouse of Horrors are the same seasons right. generally so there are some great ones. My favorite, I think, is three. I think it's Treehouse of Horror three. I think that's my favorite. That's one. your one. I Let's... think that's the one with the King Kong Homer. Okay. Mm. And also like the zombie, like like the zombie Flanders. like he was a zombie. Oh, that's a great one. <laughs> Dad, <laughs> you killed zombie Flanders. Yeah, he was a zombie. Eat, yeah, that <laughs> was one. Eat lead Shakespeare. That's that one, right? <laughs> yeah, that one's yeah. terrific. No, that's a great one. I love that one too. I mean, the other one that I really enjoy is from that is the uh, uh, the 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 crusty doll. Yeah, the evil crusty yeah. doll is pretty great. I love that one too. But I don't know what episode this. Again, I, it's one of those things where there's 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 so many of them, and I think, like I said, if you just check out, do a search for uh, the seasons, mm-hmm. you'll find that one. Not that we're lazy, we just like I said, it was just one of those. Things. I just think everyone has like treehouse of tree, like it's like it's low hanging fruit. Treehouse right, of horror, yeah. sure, those are great. The bus one I like too. That's the you know nightmare at twenty thousand feet, the mm-hmm. Twilight Zone episode. Sure, which, <clears throat> yeah, I might have a <clears throat> Twilight Zone. Yeah, oh, we'll see. <laughs> sure, sure. We'll wait. We'll get. Right. It. We'll get to it. <laughs> I also had, um, as a, like some of my own role mentioned, I had. Um, I mean, Modern Family did great Halloween episodes. But my favorite one is probably literally from season two, episode six. It's called Halloween. It's got a great bit with uh, Phil talking to his neighbor who's going through a me- like a kind of a messy divorce, and Phil starts to freak out about that might be his future. And then he starts to worry about, you know, you know, if, if boredom or whatever set in with Claire, and then the whole time Claire is obviously trying to do the, the, the Halloween haunted house. But it has the great bit of Mitchell having a new boss and wearing a Spider-Man costume under his suit to work. 
Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is a great bit of getting stuck realizing that that he he over, it's one of those classic I overhear something so therefore it's happening. So it's something about like his boss or something says something about only dorks and dweebs wear costumes to work, and he's stuck in the Spider-Man costume, and then has to shimmy down the drain pipe outside the bathroom for whatever. It was, was like something that happens to his suit, and then he has yeah. to. So he's wearing like he's literally being Spider-Man down the side of the building. Yeah, which is <laughs> it's so funny. And then the best thing about it was to extend the joke even further was when all the stuff was coming out for No Way Home for Spider-Man. There was a someone had put together the meme of the three of the three of them as well as Mitchell in the costume, <laughs> and I so wanted some reference to it in it, but obviously we didn't get it. But still, it's a great. It's one of my like. It's of all the. I mean, I love the Halloween episodes of Modern Family. It's probably that one's probably my favorite. <laughs> just that bit alone always makes me laugh because it's just Mitchell's. Just again, it's it's very much a low key thing. Like you don't really know how much of a comic book person he is, but every now and then, like. Like at one point they're going to finance their wedding, him and Cameron's wedding. They're going to finance with a uh, uh, first appearance of Doctor Octopus. Okay. That he had <laughs> that was up in Jay's attic, you know that right. kind of thing. And then mm. this, the fact that he chooses to wear the Spider-Man costume under his clothes to work, <laughs> can't beat it. It's great stuff. So highly recommend that one. Yeah, I mean, again, most of the Halloween episodes on the show are fantastic, but this one's my favorite. So we got any more? Anybody else? Because I have a couple. If not. I'll give an honorable mention to Werewolf by Night, the yeah. special special presentation. It's a good one. Have either of you seen the color version yet? No. Yet. No. Yeah, me neither. No. I kind of don't want to. Yeah. Same. It's like, I'm happy with the black and white. Yep. I mean, I, I, I feel like, yeah, there's probably people that don't like, they're like, I'm not going to watch this. It's black and white. And so maybe that's who they're trying to. Mm-hmm to get to and i guess those people are out there but no i don't need i don't need the color yeah. version mm-hmm. no <laughs> I, I'm love the black I like and black and white movies so yep. i'm all in I'm no great. i'm good with it and we already did a whole episode just about werewolf by night uh yeah about a yeah. year ago when it first premiered so please check that one out to hear That's all our thoughts too. on it i have two quickly but they're the from, they're actually from the same series but i love them both equally okay uh community does some great uh or did some great halloween episodes but I think the first two are the best. The first one they did um, was Introductions to Statistics. It's a Halloween episode, but it's also a Dio de los Muertos. They have, they're taking Spanish the first season together. And um, Annie, uh, played by um, Allison Bree, decides to throw this kind of party, kind of extra credit thing. And she can't get Jeff to go because he's one of the cool, like, quote unquote, cool kids. And if he doesn't go, then other people aren't going to go to the party. So it's a whole thing about trying to convince him. Um, has the great bit as of uh, Abed as Batman, which is Batman is fantastic. But yeah, it's a fun episode. I love it. It's got some really great bits of, of, you know, just character stuff and everyone's got great moments. I love that one. But the one, the second season, and I don't know, again, I go back and forth on which ones, which one I love more is epidemiology. That's season mm. two, episode six. Okay. Um, and that one is, is uh, the Dean throws a, a Halloween party. And there's a, a bit with some toxic taco meat that may or may not turn people into zombies. Just saying. Um, but it's a great episode. Um, it's got, again, a lot of great character stuff. It references a lot of um, great horror movies. There's a, some great, um, just some great sequences in it. I love both of the episodes. I mean, the other ones in the later seasons are good, but those two are probably the best. Nice. Yeah. I have, a, I have one Twilight Zone episode. Okay. And- Really, I could put the whole series in here, but, mm-hmm. um, which, and it's also like not really Halloween in any way, but it's sort of, it, it occupies like Halloween space in my head because mm-hmm. it's got like a ghost story component to it, like okay. in the plot. Mm-hmm. Um, so this one's called The Grave. It's from season three, mm-hmm. like 1961, okay. I think, with, um, Lee Marvin. Oh, okay. And, uh, Lee Van Cleef. And, <laughs> um, uh, Chief O'Hara from, uh, from Batman, uh, what's his name? Stafford Rep. Uh, okay. Nathan Begora. Uh, so it's a lot. It's a lot of like really cool, like kind of like like tough guys. Right. Uh, right. And so so it's a western, and the idea here is that um, Lee Marvin's, who's the name of the character I'm blanking, so I'm just gonna call him Lee Marvin <laughs> the <laughs> right. whole time. He was uh, a bounty hunter trying to to kill this one guy, and he ended up not not doing it, and the guy ended up dying anyway. Okay. Right. And the idea, and so everybody thought that like he was afraid of him not right. fulfilling like like the bounty on this guy right mm-hmm. and the guy was like like talking crap about him before he died and everything and all that stuff because he knew he was coming after him and he said 
if if Lee Marvin ever comes after me, right, 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 I will like it. If he ever comes to my grave, like I will reach out from my grave and grab him and pull him down. Okay, right, and so and so the whole so they're in the bar, they're talking about him and and they're all calling him like like a scaredy cat and a wimp, and he's afraid of this other guy and everything, and. And so then there's a wager that comes out where he's like, I'm not like, I'm not afraid of him. I, I, you know, I tried to go after him all these other ways, all these different ways and, and like, couldn't find him. He was, there's no trace of him over here. So, so they're like, all right, well, you know, if you're not afraid of him, you're not afraid to go to his, you know, to his gravesite. 20 bucks says you won't go to his gravesite. And the way that we'll know that you've actually been there is you have to put your knife down in the mound. And that's how we'll know that you were there. Mm, okay. Right. Um, and, uh, and so it culminates in like that moment where like he's walking to the grave to go do this and I don't want to spoil what happens. <laughs> okay. It's awesome, but it's a really great episode. So that there's, not, there's nothing dress up about it, but there's, there's like, there's like a ghost story beyond the grave kind of component to this that, that I like. And it is a, a quiet kind of creepy, eerie, <laughs> you know, sure episode, not unlike all the other ones on the list here. So <laughs> No, it sounds terrific. It's so good. Okay. It's so good. I'll check that out now. The Grave. Okay. Season three. Very good. All right. Well, the last one, again, well, that I've got is, is one that's the, the big Megillah, the one that we kind of, surprised we haven't got to yet, but probably sure it's on the top of everyone's list, or at least on the list, is uh, It's a Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown. Yes. <laughs> you know, how could you not look forward to watching oh, this? Oh, right. <laughs> that one. That oh, particular yeah. episode. Which we know one listener was probably mm. yelling at us this whole episode. <laughs> right. Right. Hi, Devon. <laughs> Saying, how have you not brought it up yet? Yeah. <laughs> how has it not come up? You guys went through all this stuff. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, this one is like, this is a, this is, you know, this is a, this is the finger roll. This is a slow, this is like, oh, the easy layup into to Halloween. Right. But definitely worth going into because. Absolutely. It is arguably the first televised Halloween special. Mm-hmm. I couldn't find definitively statement mm-hmm. on that. I just found lots of it's widely believed to be yeah. as as mm-hmm. the descriptor uh, when mm-hmm. I was trying to research it that it aired in October twenty seventh, nineteen sixty six, and preempted my three sons that night. The indignity <laughs> but was number one in that week's Nielsen ratings. Oh, so okay. it was a uh, pretty much an instant hit. I think it was the second ever peanuts animated mm. special. And around that time they were running one or two a year. So th- this was only the second one. And then I think after that, it kind of was one or two a year, depending on the years, different things. But yeah, like, I mean, it's, it's cemented Halloween. I think in the minds of a lot of people, like yeah. not just watching Halloween specials, but a lot of traditions that they do in it, the trick or treating, the the Halloween party. Like, I mean, a lot of people get it cemented in their minds from that. Like it was happening, mm-hmm. obviously out in the world. That's what they're referencing. But I think it just kind of like coalesced a lot of Halloween ideas at that point in time that became what was later pop culture Halloween for all of us. Yep, the believing in a supernatural being on a pumpkin patch, all of that stuff that you normally do as a kid. Yes. Yeah, some of it, some of it uh, didn't quite stick, but, no. but some of it did. But yeah, no, it was an instant classic. I mean, became a staple to watch every single year for many, many people. Unfortunately, it's I think only available on Apple TV Plus right now. Yeah, hmm. uh, the window is from the the twenty first to the twenty second is when you're able to watch it on Apple TV. Okay. So. And it might pop up on PBS. They did have a deal with various PBS stations, I think, in last year or the year before to to be able to show it on some PBS stations sometimes, other than Apple Plus. But yeah, unfortunately, that's the only place to watch it. I don't like that these corporations are swallowing up these traditions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> but no, like I, I did just rewatch this one just the other night for the season. It is the mm-hmm. season. Right. And. The Apple Plus restoration is really good. <laughs> okay. Mm. Like the the backgrounds, everything. Like you can see like the brushwork and like the mm. pencil work. And and like it is really cool to see it at that high level of quality and not old, you know, VHS mm. broadcast quality. One thing I didn't remember, even though I had seen it a lot, every time I see it, I forget that like World War One Snoopy is such a big part of this thing. <laughs> right. Because it's like lots of little vignettes and they're like 
so depressing because it's like, you know, Charlie Brown, one of the little vignettes is Charlie Brown so excited to get invited to a Halloween party for the first time ever. Mm-hmm. I think invited to a party in general. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> and I think it's Lucy that's like, oh, there were two lists. There was the list of people to invite and the list of people not to invite. I think you got the wrong list. I think they, mm-hmm. I think they sent out invitations from the wrong list. And that was pretty much Charlie Brown back in those days. Yeah. It was very depressing. It was a very yeah. depressing uh, comic originally. What jackass gave him rocks? <laughs> well, it Wait. happens at every house they go to if you watch yeah. this. Yeah. Every single every house. Every adult gives yeah. the poor kid rocks. Yeah. yeah. I break the windows. <laughs> <laughs> Just sort of roll, whip them in their car. Right. <laughs> But then we yeah. get the, the, the Snoopy is the World War I pilot. We don't mm-hmm. see Red Baron in this one. He gets shot down behind enemy lines and goes through this entire like fantasy sequence where he's trying to fight his way out from behind enemy lines. Mm-hmm. But it is some gorgeous animation and reminds me of, of uh, Oscar nominee 1917 <laughs> with cinematography <laughs> by Roger Deakins. Like some of the shots in this, I'm like, oh man, this is gorgeous. Mm. Like the silhouette shots of him, like sneaking through the tall grass. It's so mm-hmm. good. I was like, this is, I don't remember this being here at all in this Halloween special, but it looks great. Uh, so I recommend that and eventually he Snoopy makes it to the party in his world war one costume. So it kind right. of makes sense, but no, it's a great special. I definitely recommend checking it out. Excellent. All right. So as we're winding down, I was thinking, um, I did have the question, what's something that, should have had a Halloween episode that didn't get one. So I'll let you ponder that for a moment or two. And I'll let you know that you can check out all of our past episodes at our website, letmeknowhowitis.com, as well as anywhere you find podcasts. Just please, if you enjoy the show or feel so inclined, give us a like or follow and leave a review. It really helps us out a lot. Finally, if you'd like to suggest a topic, send it our way by email at info at letmeknowhowitis.com. You can find us on Twitter. Our Twitter handles our show's initials, L-M-K-H-I-I, and we'd love to hear from you. So, gentlemen, what's something that you thought, this show should have had a Halloween episode but never got one? I swear, I'm not, I'm not making jokes. Honestly, when, when you pitch this idea, for some reason, uh-huh. the first one to come into my head, the first show to come into my head was, did Taxi have a Halloween episode? <laughs> um, I think so did they because i can't remember it it's a good question i want to say yes but i'm not certain and you would think i would know this i would should should know this (laughs) but for some reason that's the one that i'm sort of like taxi 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 Uh, (laughs) right but if they got one it doesn't count okay um let me think let me see Uh, there's let me see uh i think the closest is uh, what i'm seeing is hold on season three episode 10 the costume party but that's not really a Halloween episode. Okay. Uh. They think they're going to crash a party that's got celebrities at it, so they dress up. And they, you know, they did dress up occasionally for stuff, so... That's a good setup. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But no, I would definitely watch a Taxi Halloween episode. I think there's a lot of things you could have done and played with, you know, the idea. Yeah. There seems to be a lot there. Yeah. Now that now that I really want one, but I guess no, there wasn't one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like it's one of those it's one of those weird of like sitcom stuff. I'm like, ah, they had to have one, but no, I guess they right. didn't. So good choice. Thank you. Save me burning my choice with that one. So <laughs> Kristen, what about you? What do you think? Uh I mean I was in the same situation. I can't remember what didn't have Halloween episodes. <laughs> like, right. did Cheers have a Halloween episode? Think so. I thought I saw one when I was looking at lists of stuff, but okay. I couldn't remember I the episode had, itself. I think they had prank war episodes. Yeah, yeah, they did do prank war episodes. Right. Was that with like Gary's Old Town Tavern or with other people? Yeah, I think okay. so. Weren't those Halloween episodes? I want to say yes, but again, I haven't watched I haven't seen Cheers regularly in like eons. Yeah. <laughs> it feels I can't like. remember. I can't remember either. I'll have to co sign taxi if it didn't have one. Okay. That's fine. <laughs> I, again, I uh, would double down on a, a Halloween tax. The one that I thought was like, because again, I feel like it, the, I, for a minute I was thought, well, you know, we didn't really get, I mean, obviously we got it later in, in the DC animated stuff was Long Halloween. That's a that's an easy one. <laughs> yeah. But, and again, I keep thinking of like, when I think of, um, it's the sequence that almost got him with Poison Ivy at the pumpkin patch. 
that to me is like another small bit. The one I think that I thought of all the animated, like the the Tim um, Deeney stuff, I thought we never got like a Superman the animated series Halloween. Right. Okay. And I thought I think there was a lot you could have done with Kirby stuff, especially. Yeah. Right. You know whether it would be Etrigan or not. Not quite. They they sort of the, the Doctor Fate episode. Yeah, a little bit. Where they go up against Carkle was. Mm-hmm. For a little bit, mm-hmm. kind of, sort of a de facto Halloween right. one. Right. And then I saw another list that someone said, like, Unity is kind of like an Invasion of the Body Snatchers kind of a feel to it. Right. And I thought, well, yeah, kind of. But I mean, like, full on, like, Smallville and Halloween or Metropolis and Halloween. Like, you don't really get a lot of those. And the idea mm-hmm. that, you know, I mean, granted, that version of Superman is, is you know, there's a lot of, <laughs> a lot of stuff affects him more than other versions of Superman. But the fact that we don't get a lot of full on magic. I think would have been, you know, that's your opportunity to really like yeah. have some fun with it and be like, nope, this is Halloween in Metropolis or Halloween in Smallville. Like, you know, I'm sure Clark grew up with a lot of the same Halloween tropes that everybody else did. Yeah, no, I agree. So it's the one thing, it's the one thing that I wish that they did more on Superman. Cause they're like those early Batman episodes. You got like weather mm-hmm. for no reason other than like, like it's just, it's in the snow and it's cool. Right. You know what I mean? It's, and it's not necessarily, relevant to the plot and i wish that we got a little bit more of that stuff in like superman and batman beyond yeah i also can't get over the fact that you put in bruce tim bruce like you know batman animated (laughs) series superman and i said taxi right yeah i'm blown away because we did not plan this no we did not and nobody will believe us i think zach has been replaced by a body snatcher yeah right (laughs) right exactly Ooh, real scary kids all right so that's our that's our favorite Halloween episodes and specials. Uh, Hope you enjoyed it. Thank you for listening, and we will see you next time. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. (laughs) 